Welcome to Not Your Mama's Relief Society podcast, where we are kicking the culture to the curb and embracing real talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. No matter what, you are welcome here. So put your differences aside, pull up a chair, and let's talk about the kind of love he taught us. All right, welcome back, friends. I am so excited. I know I'm always excited about interviews, but I'm so excited because this is my friend Chelsea from high school, and I love her so freaking much, and she just (laughs) cracks me up on the daily. Like, y'all need to follow her stat because she does the funniest stuff with her kids. I just, I can't even. And actually, before we started this call, we were just talking about how we had our 20-year reunion. <gasps> We're so old, Chels. It's really sad. I'm not I thinking know. about that. I know. Well, um, we could lie and say it was like our five-year reunion. It like... wasn't. We both wear eye cream, and we both know it, <laughs> and we just need to accept the facts. We're not. Except We're saggier. Fact. We're wiser, and we're 20 years older, and it's right. fine. Okay? It's great. Little you still got it going on, though. Just let oh. everybody know that no one could tell. You haven't aged. Excuse me. Um, it, I for sure have. In fact, I just got my hair colored again. And I took my son with me to get my hair colored. And going in, he was like, Mom, those grays. Like, you're getting so old, man. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and then we come back. at. Well, he saw me in the process, like, having this stuff on my roots, you know. And I'm like, Evan, look, we're going to color my gray hair. And he's like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> we leave the salon. And he's like, Mom, you look so young. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Fine. Back today, he told me I look 21. Wow. Yeah, take that. Take that. I will take that, son. I was like, oh, you are so cute. Granted, (laughs) my son's autistic and has no realm for, like, age. Do you know what I mean? Like, he pulled 21 out of his hat, and I feel good about it. So We take it wherever we can take it, okay? (laughs) My daughter put jeans in her Christmas wish list, like women's jeans, because she wants me to stop wearing stretch pants. So at least your son's proud of you. My daughter's asking for jeans for me. So she's not embarrassed when I come to carpool pickup. Oh, so that, that's the level God. we're at. So take 21 from whatever source it comes and run. Right, we will take it wherever we can. Thank you, Evan, for saying that I look 21. That's really cute of you. I do appreciate it. Anywho, so I invited Chelsea to interview because I just love the light that she is, and I know that nobody is happy all the time. I know that nobody has fun all the time. So I know that this is an intentional thing that she is doing, and I just am excited to hear her story and about the things that she has been through and the things that have helped her to draw closer to the Savior and to build this connection, this fun, this light in her home. Because, you guys, you have to go watch... (laughs) You have to go watch stuff about Pioneer Day. Like, it is, <laughs> it is beyond. My kids hate their life sometimes, but it's fine. It's fine. How? It's okay. How could they hate their life? Listen, have, like, no one wants to be woken up chips. by a mob. Yeah. A mob waking them up and dragging them out of their bed <laughs> and making them carry their lucky charms to eat under a tree. Like, I know it's funny to you, but they were as they into hate it. it. So, I'm glad to see we I'm getting some validation oh, from you on that. My activity. gosh, you guys, it is so good. Like I legit cry laughing at some of the things that Chelsea does with her kids. Oh, or when you did the fruit ninja and y'all were like mm. taking butcher knives mm. to actual mm-hmm. fruit. 
I'm good at that. The watermelon was really satisfying too. Like if you're kind of stressed, I recommend just fruit (laughs) ninjing and just get yourself a full size watermelon. After a while, I'm like, I don't even care if my kids are watching this. This is therapeutic (laughs) for me. I'm going to keep chopping fruit back here up in the air as long, all day long. All day. This is a new thing, man. I want to start like a women's league, a women's fruit ninja league in my neighborhood. (laughs) Will you please? It might be. I mean, you might, you don't know you're good at it until you try. Yeah. W F N L. Mm -hmm. Women's fruit ninja league? Yeah. This is not something you need skills for. We all have fruit. We all have knives. Go in your backyard and just throw it in the air and see if you've got a natural knack. I don't want any like losers on my team. So just see if you think you got what it takes. There and then will be me. there will be call a tryout. Me. Right. It's coming, man. It's coming. I can't do sports or like tennis, so I might as well get into fruit ninja. I mean, fruit ninja is the way to go. <laughs> it is so so good i'm not kidding i like i'm always like hunting down like what did chelsea post today because <laughs> it, it's so good like you just are amazing so mm. we kind of talked a little bit before but tell our listeners tell us about like what motherhood looked like in the beginning and kind of build this up to where you're at now because like you said like you didn't just wake up one day and come up with fruit ninja ideas oh gosh no you know oh my sand overnight let me take you to a dark place in my life. Let us go on a little, uh, like train through time back yes. to having to be like, I, was yes. under the, I did all the things right. Like I'm wearing my young women medallion. I'm married in the temple. I'm like, and then I'm going to be a mom and it is going to be so magical. I was born for this. And then sure. They put this like cheesy potato on my chest after I have a baby. I'm like, what in the world just happened? Like, I'm expecting it to be like this. I go home and I'm like, okay, okay. I like this. I mean, it's a little different than I thought. And I'm like riding on my saddle, like of pad. And I'm like, this is not like exactly what I was thinking, but I'm sure it's going to get better. And then it didn't get better. It actually got way worse. And then I had another kid. I'm like, you know what? That was so insane. I think I'm going to keep doing it. Let's just do it again. And then I remember my husband coming home one day and I'm like bawling on the floor in our room. And he's like, what happened? Where's the kids? What's wrong? And I'm like, I have the worst news. He's like, what? I'm like, the plan of salvation is a scam. He's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, it's a scam. It's a complete scam and I need to like write the prophet. And so he can tell all the other mothers so they don't get trapped. Like I got trapped. I'm like, I can't get out of this. And I've never been more miserable. I'm in like this dark pit where I just watch Daniel Tiger and make macaroni and cheese all day. And everyone's filling me full of this crap that this is the most important work we do. But no, 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 I'm, I'm like, I will not be scammed anymore. I'm completely miserable This is an, like, I just felt so bored. Like I could literally feel the mold growing on my brain where I'm like, (laughs) I don't understand what I'm missing. And then you go to the park because you're like, that's what good moms do. They hang out at the park. So I put my stroller and we're all just talking about like the newest strollers and like Timmy's teething and like what I'm like, this is a, this is a nightmare. Like, I don't want to talk about the last thing I want to talk about is kids. And that's all moms are talking about. I'm like, how did I get, how did I get here? Right? Like, I thought this was going to be like what I was born to do. And instead I'm like, I gotta, I gotta 
get a do over. Like I gotta, I gotta like gently like get out of this, but I don't know how. Like there is no, yeah. it's not the Costco. Like, is, there, is there a return policy? Well, you can't. It's not Costco or Amazon. I'm like, I can't. Right. I am not connected to these people. Like these people, and like I look at my kids, and everyone's doing these posts. You know, like hashtag so blessed. They love when their kids are sick because they're getting all the snugs. And I'm like, I like these people have ruined my life. <laughs> like I was so happy. <laughs> I was having so much fun. And then I got scammed. And I the plan of salvation is a scam because then they're saying you get to do this forever. And I can't imagine something worse. Like I feel hopeless. Yeah. I am not into this. I need I need someone to. And I and the worst part, too, is I felt like I was going crazy, you know, because you're like, I should be loving this. And instead, my only happiness is when they go to sleep at night so I can just rot on my phone and watch Netflix. Like, what kind of a life is this? Like, what has happened to me? I, I, and, I'm um, only laughing because I'm like right there with you. And it, it's like the when someone just gets what you experienced and like they understand the darkness that was early motherhood. You're like, yes, you're speaking my language. Anyway, so I'm dying because. Oh, it's awful. Uh, it's yeah. awful. I get it. And then you have like, and to boot, it's like you get the souvenir because you're just sitting there with like this body that's totally turned to bread dough and you're like leaking (laughs) out of places you should not be leaking. And you're like, I am physically destroyed, mentally destroyed, emotionally destroyed. I I like don't know what I've done, but I need this scam to stop and I need to prevent other people from, so then people are like, I'm just gonna get married and have kids. I'm like, no, do not. It is a nightmare. And so I went through this really black period. And my problem is too, is I really love to have fun. And so I'm like, wow, no one prepped me for the fact that motherhood is the opposite of fun. Like this is like putting your kids to bed at night and everyone's making it seem like this is still part of the scam, right? That you like spend this quality time reading books, brushing their teeth, scratching their back. I'm like, I'm going to scratch your eyes out is what I'm going to do at night because I just want you to go to sleep so bad. Like I don't even care, right? I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like this is so bad. This is, you probably need to edit all this out because this is way too like extreme. Like maybe edit it and be like, she struggled a little and then found her place. But I'm telling you, I literally am like, no, I hate this. This is so good. Like, listen, that's the point of this podcast is like real talk about real things. Like there are so many people that feel this way. Well, because no, that's part of the scam is nobody knows what they're doing. So you're all just being like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's me. My kid sleeps through the night too. And then you're like, no, what are they smoking? I hate, right? But you're just trying to be like, well, I don't want to look different. And I want to be like, yes, right. we are all loving this. But then secretly I'm like, you realize the more that you're willing to emotionally like kind of pants yourself and be like, hey, I'm embarrassed. This is what I feel. All of a sudden people are like, Okay, yeah, me too. I actually okay, hate yeah, this. Actually, like, great, yeah. great. Let let me find my. And for people that don't feel like that, I'm so thrilled and happy. But I also sometimes want to normalize the fact that, like, if you feel like your snow globe just got shook and you're like, I don't even know up from de- like what just happened when you first have a baby. <laughs> like, we have got to make it so this scam, so people don't feel like it's a scam. Because I am living proof that I'm like it can change. Because I literally like feel the opposite in the same intensity. Like as bad as I was like, get me out of this. I'm like, this is literally one of my favorite things about my life now. And so I'm like, wow. Yeah, we have come a very long way from that night that I was bawling on the floor telling my husband the plan of salvation is a scam. And it's like, okay, I'm a little, I'm not there anymore. But I do feel like that is 
something as mothers that's really hard because then you're watching everybody's motherhood on Instagram too where you're like but everyone's loving it and I'm not and so something's wrong with me and actually nothing nothing's wrong with you <laughs> it's right. not wrong yeah secret is nothing's wrong with you no for sure and like you said there there are people that like fall into this role and just so naturally and gracefully and they really do have this incredible experience and I am legit so happy for them totally like I, I want that for them because their trial might be something else right right because none of us get through this life without something no and if, listen if you haven't had something like bring you to your knees buckle up buttercup because it's coming <laughs> for you sure. know what I'm saying like it's gonna for come. sure but so it's almost like sometimes I think the problem with motherhood is your thinking, our expectations are kind of what ruin it for us is we think it's going to be a certain way. So we're like, no, it is going to be fulfilling. I am going to be this type of a mom. My kids are going to have organic food. My car seat is not going to have crumbs. And then, and then it's kind of like, it's a pinata that like on the outside looks super fun and you're really excited about it. You're like, that's how it's going to be. And then when you actually break it open and you get brought to your knees and the pinata is full of like tarantulas and spider, you're like, Whoa, right. wow. Okay. I, like We got to get rid of the pinata thought being like, this is going to be so fun. It's going to look like this. My kids are going to act like this. I mean, you understand that of anyone. Cause it's like, we all have, I think these hopes and dreams of, not only what we're going to be like as a mom, if we're going to be the fun mom, the cute mom, the mom whose kids always look ready for family photos, the kids, the mom, or, but also we have these expectations like for like, okay, my kids are going to be like this. I'm going to be like this. We're all going to do this like play and it's going to be awesome. And then it's like, mm, nobody's doing their lines. Nobody's following the play. And that's when you kind of, I think have to be like reevaluate and be like, okay, what am I actually? And, and how do I let go of all that? the play in my mind of what should be happening so that I can actually authentically show up and not just be the mom I want to be, but selfishly enjoy it. Cause that's my thing is I'm like, I really liked being single. I like when you're like, Hey, I think I'm going to sleep in. I think I want to eat at this. Right. I mean, it's really fun to have fun. So I feel like when you start being a mom, all of a sudden that's part of the problem is I think we, we don't have fun and we, and our kids can sincerely sense when we're enjoying or not enjoying it. And I think, it's really hard when that you're genuinely not because then it just kind of filters into everything. And then you're not really a human being. You're this human doing of being like, get you to bed, get you the meal, get the carpet vacuum. Get, and it's like, we aren't even enjoying anymore, any of it, because we don't even know who we are in the motherhood role. You know, it's almost like I was thinking about it where it's like, when we say like, you know, physical death, the separation of the body and spirit and spiritual death is separation of our spirit from God. I'm like, it's almost like in that princess bride, you know, he's like, he's not dead. He's only mostly dead. It's like, I think some yeah. of us are, <laughs> we kind of separate from ourselves in motherhood. Like we know who we are yeah. as a child. We know how to play. We know we want the blue bowl. We know we want to be in the NBA. Like we have dreams and we know our opinions and we have personality and then we're single. And we even like solidify that more where it's like, here's what I love. Here's the restaurant I hear. Like we know ourselves so well and we know what's fun to us and we know what is enjoyable. And then I feel like we become mothers and it is kind of like a a death or a separation because we separate from who we are and we kind of lose that we become like I got to take care of these people and I have these and it becomes this very heavy almost like burden we have and it's like that part of us that is alive and passionate and knows how to have fun kind of just gets totally buried and sucked under all these layers of like our trauma and our bad experiences and our expectations and what our 
sister-in-law is doing and what kind of a mom we should be. And you know what I mean? So then all of a sudden it's just all buried. And then we're like, I'm really not having fun. Motherhood is not fun. <laughs> so I think for me, it's a process of kind of unburying all that. It's almost picture. I don't like skiing. So the one time I had to go, I'm like, my number one problem is I can't walk because there's so many freaking layers. Like I've got pants <laughs> and I got my jeans, then I got my heater then I got my like gloves. I'm like, I can't even move. And I kind of feel like that kind of happened in motherhood where it's like, we're not ourselves because it's almost like we start those layers of like expectation, responsibility, our bad experiences, our traumas. It's like we kind of grow into them and then that becomes us. And it's like under all those layers is still that person and that child that's very good at having fun and knows what you want and knows what she loves. But it's like motherhood very quickly can kind of, you get lost in that. And then you are, it is almost like a spiritual death where you're not just separated from God, but you kind of separate from yourself to become this role. Right. And the thing is, what's interesting about you saying that, and I 100% agree with you, and I love the analogy of the all the layers skiing, because we do get buried on these expectations and these all these beliefs and whatever, this garbage we put on ourselves. But in a way, when we're so separated from ourselves, we're not really connecting to God very well either. Mm-mm. No, you know what I and- mean? because we are, we just feel just kind of numbed out. That's how I felt like totally hundred percent binging on the phone at night. Just like whatever, because totally. we're not connected to like light and love. And those are all part of God. And so we're not like letting ourselves be the light people that we are. Yeah. We're, we're shutting down from all kinds of beautiful blessings. And yeah, I love that you said that. Well, and you're just, I feel like when you're disconnected from your soul, like from those deep parts of you that connect to God, when you do know yourself, it's like, then you're having the most important connections of your life, which are to your children, but you really can't because you can only connect as deeply and authentically as you are connected to who you really are. So to then try and raise kids and be connected to a spouse or children, I'm like, it is a crazy thing where we're like, I wonder why. And then it's like, so you just have these holes, you know, it's like under those layers. I mean, I start getting sweaty when I have to go skiing because you're like, gosh, I can't keep, I don't want to keep walking around with all this, but we can't take it off. So instead it's like, we just distract ourselves from the fact that those layers are like so heavy and that's kind of become who we are. And we do, like you say, it's like, gosh, half the time we're on our phone. I don't even think it's like we're enjoying it. It's like, I just need to feel something other than walking around in these ski clothes of expectation and all the stuff I need to do and what I, how I've disappointed myself and how I don't even know. And so we're like, I know I'll shop I will I mean I mean we look at distractions being like people do it with drinking and with pornography and I mean those are all just numbing ways to numb out but I'm like I feel like as mothers we have yeah we have more socially acceptable ways but part of the way I think you can tell you're not loving your motherhood is because you are doing those like easy buttons where you're like I just tap out and I just when I do have a moment to myself instead of feeding my soul and like enjoying being with those people it's like I want to be on my phone because I physically, mentally do want to be somewhere else. And I don't want to feel how I feel. Yeah, for sure. Because I think we've, we've accepted these expectations, these layers as like, this is just it. Mm -hmm. We're not even challenging that those don't need to be there. Right. Right. Like granted, okay, skiing, like you should have some layers, right? Like whatever, something gets the wind, but really we might have on 20 more layers than are necessary. And uh-huh. making it difficult to even like bend our knees, but we're just accepting it as that's just what it is. When no, like let's really examine here this idea of motherhood. Where did it even come from? I don't. I, I had to really break that down a lot, and I'm still breaking it down, still working through it. But I think uh-huh. until we can be brave enough to look at, it, like, get off our numbing techniques, whatever it may be, and take a look at it and really decide if 
those layers still belong in your life. Totally. Because obviously that's what you've done. So tell us about that. Tell us about how you kind of shifted because obviously you had to shift how you see things in order to be in the place you are now. Um, well, I think part of it is just at its core, kind of like you said, it's like analyzing like, okay, what is this weird gig of motherhood? Like you create people and then be their leader. Like what kind of a job description is that? <laughs> that is bizarre, right? Like I'm like looking yeah. at all of them. I'm like, so you all think I'm the mom. And I'm just the boss here because I made you. So that's kind of the agreement. Okay, cool. cool, cool. So what does that look like? And then I I think the thing that simplified it the most was recognizing that motherhood is just a relationship. It really is. Like we think of it like it's all, it is all these responsibilities and and it looks different for every person. But I'm like, if we just kind of break it down to its most simple form, motherhood is is purely just a relationship it's my relationship with these people that yes I created or are in my home but I'm like when I think about it like that then all of a sudden I'm like okay so if these are just if motherhood is a relationship I want to enjoy my relationships like I don't enjoy relationships where all I'm doing is obligations and like feeling annoyed 98% of the day (laughs) and the 2% is when they're asleep and then I go in and I'm like, oh, I love them. And then they wake up and I'm like, oh, go back to sleep. <laughs> that is not a healthy relationship, right? So I'm like, okay, right. how, do I find, how do I find this relationship with these, with not just myself, but also with these kids so that I can be like, not just feeling like I'm walking around with all these layers of crap and I can't even like enjoy what's happening. And so I think yeah. part of it is like looking at kids. This is something for me where I'm like, what do I who is our best example of like having fun and enjoying life? It is kids, right? Like kids laugh 300 times a day. Adults laugh five to seven. I'm like, that's embarrassing, right? Like that's right. so sad. And some people, <laughs> I don't think they laugh at all during the day. Right. You know what I mean? Like you and it's I really are like sad. We're junkies and like we probably are laughing. And even on a bad day, we're still finding a way to laugh, right? But I think right. a lot of people are not laughing at all. And it's like, this is a tragedy. There is so much joy and humor to be found and it's not like making light of things that are going on it's like that deep belly laugh of like oh my gosh this is my life this is real life (laughs) totally you know like there's always humor to be found in a in a positive way not in like a sweeping under the rug kind of way but yes it is sad that we're not laughing enough well, and that's the problem. Like, if you're spending all day being a mother, because the mother thing is what we call a little bit full time. I mean, it's overtime. It's twenty. It's like Del Taco. It's twenty four hours a day, man. Like you're, they're puking in your bed at three a.m. Like this is not just a side gig. So I'm like, if this is what I'm doing full time, then I better find a way to actually for myself enjoy these people and enjoy this role as a relationship as their mom. And so I think we're like watching them for the first time. I'm like, gosh, I, and that's when I realized like, I've lost this. Like I'm not laughing like back in my, you know, the dark period, the dark ages, <laughs> the beginning when I was wearing the a dark, nursing dark bra, ages. I was like, mm-hmm. I am not laughing. Not even a one time a day. Like this is a nightmare. Like this isn't like Daniel Tiger's mom is not that funny. And she's like the only person I'm hanging out with in the day. And this has got to stop. So I'm like, <laughs> this is, and you think about it, like, that's the great thing about kids though. Like I'd watch my kids and they're, they're not like, oh my gosh, when are we going to go to Hawaii? When are we going to, they don't care. Like they're just as happy with the cardboard box as they are with the toy. Or I'm like, (laughs) little kids are like, you're like, hey, you're four, they're four. And they're like, huh, best friends. I'm like, can you picture right now someone being like, you're 38, she's 38, go in the sandbox. You're going to love each other. It's like, no, yeah. we get all these weird layers of like, you're not my type. I don't have fun. I don't know how to have fun. So I think it was this thing of recognizing like, gosh, I mean, even I had this quote I love that Jeffrey R. Holland said, 
Jesus found joy and happiness in children and said we should be more like them. um, Guileless, pure, and quick to laugh. I'm like, that's from an apostle. We have got to have more laughter and like fun. So I'm like, okay, how do we have more fun? So I kept realizing that I was waiting for fun to happen. Like with the moms I would look at, I'm like, gosh, they just are the fun moms. It's just in their DNA. Like they're just having fun. They just love it. And I'm just going to have to live this scam the rest of my life. And then you realize that fun... This is what I realized. I'm like, I used to really know how to create fun. Like when I had friends in high school or college, I was all about it. You know, so then I'm like, what happened? All of a sudden I just lost my fun yeah. skills because I'm like a mom. You were like the queen of fun, 100%. No, but, that, but, it's not, but don't you think as a mother, all of a sudden it's like you get saggy everywhere, including your fun. Like your fun muscle just yeah. kind of dies and you're like, yep. I don't even know what's fun because I just numb out at the end of the night. So you yep. realize like, gosh, fun is something we can create. Fun doesn't happen to you. You're not having fun or not having fun based on where you are. And I think that's something, even when my kids come home, are you here? You know, it's like, did you have fun? Like, we always want to have fun, but then it's like, we're waiting for this mysterious, like magic where it's like, no, it wasn't there today. You know, it's like something we get at Walmart where it's like, no, they didn't have any today. It was gone. There was no fun at the place. And I'm like, that's such a weird thing. I think instead of asking our kids, like, did you have fun? I think it's a better question is like, did you make it fun? Like, did you create fun yes. today? Where you're, Because that's what you realize is like, fun is like anything. Like, yeah, some people have more of a natural propensity to do it, but I'm like, it is a skill and it's something that is created. Because if it was something that just happened to us, we would all find the same circumstances fun. Like some people find camping fun. I would rather die. It's like Jim Gaffigan <laughs> when he's like, <laughs> Some people, my wife says camping's a tradition in our family. And I said, it was a tradition in everyone's family until they invented the house. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Those are my feelings, right? So you can't say fun is something that happens because I'm like, Ooh, you don't all yeah, find ever- the same circumstances. I mean, it's, what is that totally. quote by President Nelson? That joy, what does it say? Joy has little to do with the circumstance in our life and everything to do with the focus of our life. And I'm like, yes. that is true. Yes. So I'm like, as soon as we realize we create joy. And as mothers, I feel like we are like the fun keepers and creators of our home. It's like we set the thermostat for if your kids come home and want to be there, or if they're like, I'm going with my friends because this place sucks. And all I do is chores. It's like, it's a crazy powerful thing to realize that as mothers, we can create fun. And like we can, and it doesn't matter if you grew up in the most boring house of all time, or if you're like, gosh, I don't even know what funny is. It's like, cool. Wherever you are on the spectrum, the great news is, is it's a skill we can all learn. That's like me being like, I don't know. I just don't play the accordion. It's like, well, did, did, you, did you get lessons? Did you try? Do you, have you touched an accordion? Right? It's like sometimes I think, just, yeah, that's not my thing. I'm not the fun mom. I'm not the fun. And it's like, no, that's not, it's not a genetic condition to be fun or not fun. <laughs> we can all create fun wherever we are, if that's important to you, you know? So, right. And that's anyway. what you value. And, and here's the thing too, is like you said, it is so relative, right? Someone doing a quiet puzzle, that might be their jam and their way of having fun. I'd probably rather put my own eyes out than sit right. in a puzzle. Right. I mean, sometimes I'll do it just for like the social aspect of it and because I love to meet people where they're at. But like your fun, because sometimes people think fun has to be like carnivals and sparkly boas and no, it doesn't. Right. It's just whatever brings you enjoyment, whatever brings you fulfillment and brings you that joy because life is meant to be joyful, right? Men are, they may have joy. Like Heavenly Father wasn't like, hey, come on down and have a miserable existence and I'll catch you on the flip side. Right. Like that wasn't his plan. No, thank you. 
No. And that's the thing. Wait, there's even, I have this quote that I love more than anything where it's Heber C. Kimball. And he said, God is one of the most good natured, jovial beings. Like he is a man of joy. Like he, and I'm like, sometimes we think like, wow, Heavenly Father creates volcanoes and galaxies. I'm like, yeah, but he also really is good at having a good time. Like that's important to him. And I'm yeah. like, I love thinking about that part of Heavenly <laughs> Father's personality. Where he's like, yes, yes. there's a place for reverence and sacredness. But I'm like, the times where I feel like we feel alive or quickened or have the spirit in our life is when we find that part of us and connect with that part of us that creates joy. And we and we are serious about creating joy where we're like, this is something that I'm not waiting to have happen to me. I don't need to hire a clown to come juggle and be like, oh, we had fun. <laughs> it's like, no, I think it goes back to what we just talked about, where I think it goes back to like not separating from yourself and knowing your core to say, what is enjoyable? What do I love? In fact, like if you make a list right now being like, I think it was, it was Jody Moore or someone I don't was like, make a list of five things that when you do them purely for the enjoyment of doing them, you feel whatever, maybe some of them you feel excited or fun or peace or whatever, but we don't do those things enough. So she's like, write five things down and then write, how often are you doing those things? And then when's the last time you actually did them? And because chances are they're not all taking a trip to Hawaii and laying on the beach. Very few of our big moments are like those things because we don't live in those big, we live in the mundane, right? So if we can make the mundane magical and fun and grab those moments and create moments of joy, then we become joyful people. Like then we have that spirit of happiness because we're not waiting to go on a trip to go to a destination. It's just a part of who we are in the daily day-to-day junk, right? Yes. So I think part of that is like, if you can identify in yourself as an individual, and then, it, and then it just goes to your kids, but you have to first know like, what are my things for me that I, as a 38-year-old like woman, enjoy doing? So for me, one of them is like, I don't have a lot of hobbies. Like, I really wish someone would open a hobby lobby and actually sell hobbies. Because I'm always jealous <laughs> if people are like, I like to sew. I sing. I'm like, I don't do anything, right? Like, I'm so mediocre at everything. Like, I don't have any talents on any of those things where I'm like, oh, oh I just want to go down and play the piano. It's like, I don't. I don't have to. And it used to really stress me out where I'm like, I have no hobbies. I have no hobbies. But I'm like, okay, so what do I actually enjoy? So one of my hobbies is I take a bath every night and I have a bath box, right? And in my bath box, it's like all my favorite treats, a bunch of magazines, because if those get wet, it doesn't matter. And then I like have a candle and it's like this, it's like a 15 minute thing, right? But I look forward to it all day because to me, I'm like, maybe I don't have hobbies and I don't run and do it, but I do enjoy a good bubble. And I have like all my favorite bubbles. I even have those like little capsules, you know, that have little sponge animals inside. Like, I like those, man. Okay, I don't, I want to yeah. see what they turn into. So I'm like, I think sometimes we forget that it's like, if we cultivate and have fun with ourselves, because we also have a relationship, motherhood is a relationship, but we also have a relationship with ourselves. And so if yes. you feed and nurture that, and we're like, here's the things I love, and here's what I do, then it starts to become part of the culture in your family, where it's like, I love juice, but I like to drink juice out of goblets way better, right? So I go to DI and I have, whenever my <laughs> girls and I drink juice, it's always out of these like ridiculously ornate goblets from DI because it's more fun like that, right? So I'm like, if you look for That's amazing, like that, pretty soon it just starts happening where you're like, okay, you can't always be taking your family to Disneyland. So what can we do in this moment? Like you look at what you got and you're like, all right, it's like, I didn't want to make dinner, right? But I've had a Costco chicken. So I'm like, how can we how can we spice this up? I'm like, all right. 
we're going to get a bow and arrow and I'm going to tell my kids that we're going to shoot. <laughs> so then I'm having them shoot this bow and arrow and I secretly had the rotisserie chicken in the bushes. And so when my daughter <laughs> shot it with the arrow, I like put this full chicken on the arrow and I'm like, behold, dinner has come. Like we are hunter and gatherers, you know? And then we're like totally eating by candlelight, like mountain men just eating. And I'm thrilled because I didn't have to make any sides because mountain men don't have sides, right? So we're just eating this like chicken with our fingers. And my kids are loving it. That's the beautiful thing about kids is kids know how to have fun. Like you give kids anything and they're like loving it. They're like, cool. Candlelight rotisserie chicken that I shot myself. Yes. All day long into it. But yeah, I think that's the thing is we just have to, I think we just forget to create it. And so I think if in our day we're like, okay, what? Like I always look up like, what is tomorrow? Like tomorrow is Britney Spears birthday. So you bet we're going to listen to a little like, some Britney Spears in the morning while we're having our breakfast and I'm going to educate my children. Right. Or it's like on it. Helen Keller's birthday on Helen Keller's birthday, we're going to eat dinner in the dark because we got to like honor Helen Keller. Right. It's just like, you just kind of think of like, okay, what can we celebrate here? Like when I go to the grocery store, we never leave the grocery store without getting our, our car treat, you know? And so it's like, I want to expose my children to all the candy bars eventually so they can choose their best ones. So we always pick <laughs> one candy bar on our way home. And so now my girls love going grocery shopping or like, we never, we always get a donut. That's why the donuts are at the front of the store, you know? It, I think you just have to make it so it's like you find your things and then create that fun in the way you have fun. And pretty soon you're like, all of a sudden you're like, I didn't go to Hawaii. I'm not at Disneyland, but I actually love my life. And I love these people because this relationship is fun and we do things together and we enjoy things without having to have actually anything big happen. Totally. And I love that you're saying that it's like, what is just fun to you in general, right? Because mm-hmm. it may not look the same. Like I would never think like that thought has never crossed my mind once to pretend to be a hunter gatherer and get a bow and arrow for right. a free chicken. Like that has never crossed my mind. I think it's hilarious, but I that I've never thought of that. But for me, like the silly things, because I had the same like get me out of here. I can't be a mom anymore. Like, is there a return policy? I'm out. Like, I don't want to do this and had to learn how to find me again. Right. Cause I used to be mm-hmm, fun mm-hmm. too. And I was always a good time, but then I became this like boring, horrible, depressed person and just was not able to pull it together. And right. I mean, there's a lot to that, right? Like having a kid with special needs, having an abusive marriage, like there's a lot of factors here that like contributed to that. But at the core of it was that I was so unhappy with myself and I didn't know who I was anymore. But when I started kind of finding these things like, okay, what did I like before? Like you were saying, what did I like before I had them? Because I still get to bring pieces of me into this Mm -hmm, relationship, mm -hmm. which I love that you said that, that it's a relationship. But for me, everyone that knows me knows that I will dance party anytime, anywhere to any music. I mean, it doesn't matter who's watching. And you know what? I've taught my kids to do that. And we'll just do dance parties while we're cleaning or whatever. Like when I tell my daughter we're going to clean her room together because she's a little ADHD like me and has a hard time just like focusing in on the cleaning and whatever. And so we do it together and we put on songs and she loves Descendants 3 right now. And I got to say, the the tunes are like pretty good, actually. <laughs> They're not and bad. Descendants They've come a long way. I mean, really, like Disney, well done. Because like the, all the Descendants... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zombies, zombies too. I mean, mm. I mean, yeah, but Uma and Uma's like, braids, oh. the costume, she can't be beat, man. It's so good. Like the call to the wild song, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't. It's so good. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. 
but we like go on whatever tune she wants right and then we just kind of play and hang out like I've tried to make it fun to clean by putting music on right that yeah. takes very minimal effort but it has made more of a a different culture in our home around cleaning now it's not always like that right but oftentimes if I throw on a tune we do it together it's this like different feeling right the other thing is that I love to sing my sentences this has been a thing I've done probably since I was like 12 and my sisters and I back in the day would call each other and just have conversation in sing song you know like, <laughs> I love this just 100% be this. like oh how was your Monday like actually it really <laughs> sucks you know, like we would just have conversations. Right? It's like a flash mob musical wherever you're at. I'm loving this. This is a genius I mean, idea. This is just was just like a regular day. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. we would like, we're like, oh, musical Monday. Like, that's why I made that on my Instagram. It's like we used to say like, in, if it's Monday, you can only sing song. You can't talk normal. <laughs> <laughs> like a thing we had to do. And we thought it was hilarious. And I've taught my kids that. And listen, we have had conversations about breakfast in sing song i love it i 100%. love it like what do you want for breakfast and charlotte's like <laughs> what about some pancakes I'm like <laughs> done like i can die a happy woman because yeah. my children have learned to sing song conversations. yeah so and charlotte will do it now like just random stuff we see while we're driving right like we'll be driving by and she's like there's a thing na, 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 na. like just <laughs> narrates her life you know like it's a musical um, you can't see me right now, but I'm like dancing and waving my arms and sometimes but I, I love I that, but you wouldn't know that. Like, I love this about you because that's what I'm saying. I feel like creating fun is literally just peeling off all the ski clothes and getting back to like in your core. Yep. We all really know. It's like, that's your thing. Like nobody knows about that. No, that music Monday is not something anyone was taught, but it's like when you're right. to yourself, you're like, this is what we do. And now your kids are like, I love this. I'm into this. I'm like, it's just so healthy. And so I just feel like that resonates so well when you're like, children have a mom that is like the best thing you can give your kids is a mom that loves her life and a mom that loves herself to say like, Hey, you don't have to do and be just like me. Funny enough. I have like extremely introverted daughters who are like horrified that I wear poodle masks to come pick them up and like do practical <laughs> jokes and carry fake poop in my purse. Like that is me. Right. But that is not them. And it doesn't have to be them, but what it does do, I'm like you teaching your girls that, or you being okay enough to sing, what do you want for breakfast? I'm like, it's just, I think it demonstrates such a powerful lesson to your children that it's like, yes. you find what's fun for you. And I know what's fun for me. And I like, this is a safe place for all of us to be goofy, weird and figure out you together so that you don't get buried yes. in all your layers of crap and try and yes. be what everyone else wants you to be and what's fun to everyone else, but that you actually are like, no, in my core, I know myself. And even if it's quirky and funny, I feel like that's a good sign that you're connected to yourself where you're like, I do it anyway, because I know me and I love me and I love. And then it's like doing that for your children is so cool because then you watch them kind of create who they are. Like that's basically all parenting is, right? It's just kind of, I mean, I don't think we can mold them into what we want, but it's more like when you get the gutters at bowling and you're just trying to be like, okay, where are we going? <laughs> like, let me just try and keep you in the middle or, or help you right. be who you are. But watching that kind of create, that's the fun part is watching them do their own things. And so even like sometimes when we were growing up, we had a family fun jar, which I loved. So everyone had to put in five things that you loved. And I remember my brother loved 
finding frogs. Like he was really into like gross reptile, nasty stuff, like collecting creatures. So the rule is like when you get all the chores done or whatever, it's like our family reward, you reach in and you pull out something from the family fun jar and you can't complain. You can't criticize and you have to bring your good attitude and do whatever it is. So I literally remember all of us just going to this mud hole one day and like looking for frogs. And (laughs) another time it's like my sister loved the dollar store. So her dream was all of us get to spend a dollar at the dollar store and you like got an item of your choice from China. So I'm like, okay, so we're all at the dollar store. But it's just a cool thing where I'm like, it does. I think the point of fun and joy is that it creates so much like that's what creates connection. Like if you laugh hard yep. with someone, if you're having, that's what, and so sometimes you're like, I don't get my kid. I don't even, I don't even know if I like my kid or enjoy my kid or like they're, but I'm like, when you can create fun together and you enjoy something together and you laugh together, it doesn't matter if you're similar because that is such a deep connector. It's like fun and vulnerability is what bring people together so I'm like gosh oh, 100% I think that's so cool in families to be like okay it's not just all on you but it's like you're creating a culture of what's fun for you and we're going to support and enjoy and create fun in whatever way that is and if you are a puzzle lover great we're going to sit around and maybe mentally poke our eyes out but if you love puzzles we're going to do puzzles, a date right like yes. you find different ways and I'm like that's the coolest thing is you're like all right sometimes you go to the dollar store sometimes we end up playing barbies for 20 minutes but being completely present I think is the other key to motherhood of saying that's what makes us miserable is because you're like okay I'm trying to play Barbies but it feels like it's been nine hours but really it's only been four minutes and I just want to go back up on my phone and get out of here right instead of actually being like while I'm here I'm going to be present and actually then all of a sudden you're like I am enjoying this this is like I have a lot more fun playing Play-Doh than I thought I would right if I let myself be there even though it's not maybe my thing right Yes, for sure. And I think too, like, cause I had a hard time, like, cause I actually, I hate Barbies. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. even when I was a kid, I wasn't playing Barbies, like kids play Barbies now. Like I was with my sisters and the neighbor kids. We were like, just coming up with names <laughs> for like nine hours. <laughs> like there right. really wasn't like the dialogue and like the playing. Like I didn't play that way. Like my, my favorite thing a kid, as a kid was creating plays and having the neighbor kids. Like I, I directed full length plays full length as in okay you're like a little steven spielberg of I really was. like I here really, i am like, this was my jam it was like okay i wrote this thing called mixed up fairy tales and i gave parts and i wrote the script and i we made the costumes you know from our costume box and you know put on a full production i mean mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. was my idea of a good time right so there are certain things that I'm like, I try my best, but I also, like, I think there's a, I don't want anyone listening thinking like, oh, I, I, I hate Barbie. I, like, listen, I hear you. I hate them as well. I don't like playing with them. If I have to, I'll like make up accents for the Barbies, make it more <laughs> enjoyable for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But also I made a thing where I have this jar, this popsicle sticks. It's like things mom will do. And they get to pick something out, like things that are like, this is especially when I was really trying to pull myself out of it. So a baby step could be having, here's the things that I actually like, don't want to put my eyes out about. Like Uh I love to color with her. I'm not a good, I'm not an artist by any stretch, but just the act of coloring is kind of soothing, you know? Totally. So I was like, yeah, I'll color with you. I'll like, I had this whole list. I'll blow bubbles. I'll read books. I'll sing songs. So I had all these things on popsicle sticks. And when they wanted mom time, they could pick one of the things that I wouldn't want to die doing. 
you know? Perfect. And yes. that was a good stepping stone for me. I still don't really play Barbies. Like, Charlotte just does her own thing. I'm like, awesome. But if we ever play, like, my kids love to, like, reenact movies and stuff, then I totally. can pretend I have an audience and I can kind of get more into it, you know? Because uh-huh, I'm not uh-huh. favorite, but Bring whatever. out your accents. You got some good accents and it's your dance cool. moves. You can I do mean, it. All, you got this. The dance moves. So good. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. But the point is, is that you take little baby steps to get that back in there. And I love, I mean, all the things you're saying are pure gold, by the way. And yes, but it's like, how do we get from a place of letting those things go? But is there any other thoughts you might have on how does someone go from motherhood is a joke? No, thank you. And I'm like the belief that I'm not fun and transforming that into that. Cause that's true. Fun is not something that just happens to us. We create it. But how does that happen? Like we kind of talked about, you know, true to yourself and knowing yourself and trusting yourself of the things that you love to do. But is there other thoughts you might have on like how someone practically applies this concept that fun is not something that happens. It's something you create. I think part of it is just like getting rid of the heaviness of motherhood. Like I feel like we just have this heavy, like everything is they're going to do drugs and leave us if we don't say the right parenting trip instead of being like okay actually humor in every in like very rarely have I found humor to not be helpful so yeah (laughs) turning things like into even when they're upset or even when it's like a tantrum you know it's like if we turn it into like funny like if I get air freshener I'm like this is attitude freshener and then it's like oh (laughs) like funny all of a sudden they're like okay yeah you're right I'm not mad anymore or you know like so instead of I don't think it's something where you're like oh I'm not fun I'm not fun I'm not fun it's more like okay what mundane junk are we doing here that we have to do and what would make it more enjoyable for me because it's like you're saying if you're not a Barbie lover and you're like all right I just gotta force myself I gotta just play Barbies because that's what fun moms do it's doing the opposite it's just going to make you resentful and hate ken and your marriage isn't going to be as good as theirs anyway so who cares so i'm saying you gotta be like okay what is my fun like so it could be even as simple as like when you're at the dinner table like sometimes at the dinner table you're like all right we all have to eat dinner right we're eating dinner everyone has to eat dinner what could we do so sometimes instead like on a napkin i'll just write like a funny question instead of just having plain napkins and everyone has to answer a question right so you're like what would be a funny way to connect right now? Or instead of being like, it's like the juice thing where it's like, okay, after school, they have to have an after school snack. What could I do that would be more fun? When I was a kid, I always loved tea parties, right? So I bought tea and we have like after school tea, not real tea. We just have chocolate milk. But now it's like this tradition where we sit around and have chocolate milk and talk. But I'm like, it doesn't have to be, maybe chocolate milk's not your thing, but it's more of the thing of, okay, I'm doing an after school snack. And then it's like kind of like the upgrade. You know how always when you're ordering, they're like, do you want to supersize that? You're like, how could I supersize it? Like if I'm just, Ooh, yeah. it's, instead of having dinner, like we're having this dinner, what could I, we could light a candle. Instead of just doing laundry, we do, I always watch a movie with it. It's not even just with kids. It's like in your own life. It's like motherhood has, yeah. has so much mundane garbage. So it's like, all right, what will make me look forward to this? What is something fun? When you're doing Rhodes Rolls, I just got a little bin. And sometimes it's helpful to have like, just to get your brain thinking. Like I have a little thing in my kitchen of just like props, like a drawer where it's like, I do have a bunch of fake plastic cockroaches that I stick in the road when there's only one in the road's roll. And that's the lucky person. You know, it's like if we're choosing who prays, we do like a staring contest or a. De- I mean, it's not anything where it's like, this is the manual for fun. It's more, I think, just being like letting the heaviness go of this responsibility and saying, what would make this 
whatever I'm having to do right now more enjoyable. It's like you being like, all right, we can clean the room or we can clean the room with music, right? We can, it's like all those things. I feel like sometimes you just need someone to kind of light the way of being like, hey, this doesn't have to be a miserable nightmare. And then all of a sudden it's fun, right? And so it's like, and it's like, there's lots of fun people. It's like me trying to learn the accordion, right? It's like, there's lots of people you can be like, what resonates with me? Like what people am I drawn to? Like when I'm looking at their stuff, like for me, the Pinterest moms that have the birthday parties with like the balloon arch, I'm loving it. Like I, I bow in awe, but I, it doesn't resonate with me because I can't do that. Like I'm not classy like that. I don't make cakes. I don't do fancy. (laughs) Right. So I just found it's like, it's like going to the gas station and hoping for a steak dinner. It's like, you got to go to the places that, that give you what you're looking for. So I think you surround yourself or, with resources or people or follow the people where you're like, that's my kind of fun. And those are my kind of mothers. And that's what, and then pretty soon you're not having this expectation of realizing why you're always disappointed because you're like, oh no, I'm being true to me. Like I'm not trying to create this synthetic fun. That's actually not at all fun. It's like, you're finding out like, oh, that is a fun idea. I like how that person does. And then you say, cool, I'm going to look at that. Right. So if you're kind of a celebratory mom, do that. And then you just get yourself a little calendar of like, okay, what's the holiday today? What's going on tomorrow? You know, then it's like, that's my kind of thing. If that's not your kind of thing, then you find what kind of mom you are. And that's the fun part of mom is I'm like, it's the ultimate in creation, right? Cause you can create yes. whatever atmosphere you want. You can create what kind of uh, like teaching you want. I mean, that's the coolest thing. I'm like, I used to be like, oh, I'm in shackles. This is like, the boringest job on earth. And I'm like, no, we're literally like creating humans. Like you're trying to show humans how to do life and how to treat people and how to have fun. So I'm like, wow, the more, the more we enjoy that and they feel that, then I think the more we're like, this is actually a really cool gig. And I actually enjoy myself a lot. No, for sure. And I love what you said earlier about you're giving them permission to figure out what makes sense to them, what's fun to them, what's being true to them. Because like we were saying way earlier even maybe even before we got on this call we talked about like just giving people permission by showing up as your most real self it just automatically gives other people permission to be their most true self and Mm -hmm. so if you are like like you were saying earlier like I create these humans and now I'm the leader okay well yeah you are the leader though right like moms are a big deal and if you're going to be the leader like what are we leading them in well if I can lead them in being a person that loves themselves and loves other people, then I can die a happy mom. Like that that is literally like my number one goal is like, love yourself, love other people. And yeah, fun. I value fun over, I mean, a lot of things. And, and I think it's interesting because there are so many women who are like, I'm not the fun mom, but like you said, and explained so beautifully is that you don't, it's not a DNA thing. It is something that you create. And, and I hope this inspires people to realize that it doesn't have to be drudgery. It really doesn't. And if it is, I often talk about this like three-step process of like, get curious, be compassionate, get creative. So if you're getting curious with yourself, why isn't it fun right now? What does that totally. look like to me? And like, get really curious with yourself about what those layers are. Get curious with yourself about what has been holding you back from having the kind of fun you want to have. And then be compassionate to yourself. Like, I love to write love notes to myself. And I love to speak to myself in a way that's like, hey, you know what? Of course you felt that way. Of course you did this. Of course this. Like, because I know exactly what you've been through. And I know how hard it's been for you. And I love you so much. And I know you can do this. And I know that you can find that fun girl again. 
right? And totally. then from that headspace, you can create amazing things when you are in a compassionate, open place. When we are in judgment, when we are in drama, when we are in like just that darkness, we are not creating anything good. So mm. use curiosity to pull yourself back into a compassionate place. Then you can create all kinds of incredible things. Oh, and I oh, love yes. part of it, right? You can create the fun world you want to create in your home. And listen, we're not here to tell you this is going to happen all the time. Heck to the no. But, oh, no. but it's, it's a conscious choice to as often as possible to say, how could I just tweak this a little bit to make this a little more fun, a little bit out of the norm, a little bit different, a little bit more enjoyable? Like, how can I... And like we said, this is going to look different for different people. And mm-hmm. if you need some ideas, guys, I'm telling you, go follow Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, but if I'm not your person, that's the thing. It's like, go follow, go Someone find people that yes. will be like, gosh, this is, because I do think it's so crazy that it's already in you. Like when, and that's the thing, I think what kills it or like squashes it faster than anything is when we just are like I'm not fun I'm not the fun mom I'm not the fun mom and I'm like oh my gosh that is the most least true thing because no one is fun in the same way so whatever you are it's like as soon as you can unbury that and reconnect with what is fun and who you like your kids need whatever that is and whether they're the same as you are not it's like you need that to feel alive again otherwise it really does just feel like I mean, I think we all feel that where you're just kind of like numb and dead and like zoned out where you're like, if, if that's how I think about it. Like if someone said, hey, take three days and just what go have fun. I'd be like, uh, like laundry. Like, I think we just don't even we lose so much connection to right. We lose that part of us. And it has to be nurtured. And like, like you said, to be curious about that, like, what did I love? And even even go back farther, like as a child, like where where's that person that was laughing more and could play with anybody and did enjoy like whatever was going on. I'm like, that is still you. That's the thing. We think she's dead, but she's just buried. So I'm like, we just got to go on an excavation. I feel like in motherhood to kind of excavation and bring her back and then create her even like better than before, like beef her up where it's like, not only is this for you now, but now you're like in charge of a team of people and you're creating this awesome place where people are safe to have fun. And cause I'm like, that is, it is, the Gordon B. Hinckley, right? Like life is to be enjoyed, not just endured. And I feel like 100%. we do way too much enduring and way not enough enjoying. Uh, so true. And honestly, I've said this before, and I really believe this is true, that the fa- your kid's favorite sound is their mom laughing. Oh, for sure. That is yes. their favorite sound. Like yes. when I start busting up about something, like if I'm laughing like a TikTok or whatever, my kids come in the room with their eyes wide, like, mom's laughing like they get so excited when I'm totally. laughing and it's they a connection really like is when you laugh with your kids is that not like an instant or with anybody your spouse I'm like you can't not feel closer to people when you're laughing together that is what brings like people together where I'm like there's oh, nothing it, better yes it's so good in fact there was a time when Evan still struggled with language and we're getting better but he was trying to explain a movie to me he went wanted a specific movie and he couldn't he kept saying Star Wars I'm like, Star Wars? He's like, no, Star Wars. And I'm like, Star Wars? No. So we go through and bless his heart. He's so frustrated. Because can you imagine not being able to express yourself and no one understands your saying? Oh, like, it'd be so maddening, hard. Right? Like this poor sweet baby, like the things he has been through. But so he's like trying to be patient with me, explaining it and saying it over and over again. And I could not figure it out. And 
I was like, oh my gosh, they keep going through. And I, I should have been asking other questions, like who else is in the movie or whatever. Like, I just was so stuck on like, couldn't figure out the word. And listen, <laughs> I know that he doesn't say his L's right. Like, like I should have figured that out. But I finally was like, I can't remember what made me get it. But I was like, oh, Star Lord, you want Garden <laughs> And he right. busted a gut. Like, he was laughing so hard. And I just laughed at myself because he was so gracious in that and laughed so hard. He's, like, six at the time. We start both with, like, <laughs> belly laughing for, like, ten minutes. How was it so hard for me to figure that out? And <laughs> why? But, I mean, and so it wasn't, like, even intentional. It was just, like, a this was just ridiculous. We're just laughing at how ridiculous my brain was that could not figure it out. And it is, it's so bonding, it's so connecting. You are so right. Let's wrap up today, but I just want you to know how much I appreciate you and how much you inspire me. And here's the thing is you're right. We need to find and follow the people that make the most sense to us. But if nothing else, you just can jog their brain into thinking about things differently. (laughs) It's like, okay, I never would have thought about, like maybe they won't do those specific things, but it can like give you ideas that you can look outside the box. And that's what matters. You can look outside the box and you can create the fun because God wants you to. And that will bring us closer to God. It will bring us closer to our Savior because when we are loving each other better, we're closer to our Savior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that is just what it is. It's so true. That's what I realize is you show up as a totally different mom when you come from a place of joy. When you're like, and your kids, more than saying it feel it that you're like my mom loves and enjoys her life and and therefore I can also love and enjoy my life because my mom is I know her it's not just she's this uh diaper changing vacuuming dinner maker right she's not just a robot (laughs) 100% okay well thank you my love and friends thank you for tuning in and listening and please go follow Chelsea Savio Siebold. She is incredible. I will link to her Instagram, but I just hope that you feel inspired to have the fun in your life that you deserve to have and to be the kind of fun mom that you are. You absolutely are. So thank you for being here and we'll see you next week. Love you. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. I'm a certified faith-based life coach, and I'd love to help people create space for the Savior in their hearts and homes. If you'd like to learn more, go to AnnieJoy.com or check out my Instagram at HeyAnnieJoy.